So back to Burgundy. Yeah. The Burgundies live next to Old Man Abernathy. <laughs> I'm telling you. Doris and Burgundy. Now, Doris. <laughs> that trollop. <laughs> I'm glad to see you brought that same shitty headset that you had in Mississippi back yeah. with you. <laughs> and his webcam got worse. And it's the same one. It's just further away. You want me to move closer? No. Fuck no. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Chad, could, Chad, do you have a blanket on? I do have a blanket. You all haven't heard this. So I have been set up. This is this has been the Joe Lewis for six or days now, uh, operation center right here. If yeah. you notice, I've cleaned out this shit. Notice? And the laptop's going over here, and there's been two things and been back and forth. I was on a conference with 20 people, and I swear to God, I can't prove it, but you could see certain ones of them doing this. <laughs> looking, because everybody else's was beige wall, beige wall, beige wall, some puppy. I, that's cool, Chad. You really should. I know. It. By the way, did it get cold in here? Burr. <laughs> Burr. I tried to I use thought about the, getting the Hogwarts Castle one. You can get that one too. Yeah, did you see the meme? Professors this semester, <laughs> I'm teaching from Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah. Well, there, there's one that uh, this this uh, guy on Twitter, and I'm, I'm forgetting his name. If anybody knows, feel free to tag him. Uh, tell him to subscribe. Uh, but anyway, he actually proved that you can now make your own. Mm hmm. And he made one for class, and it's him literally sitting there like he's paying attention. <laughs> and he said, you know, you just set it up and walk away. And I was like, that guy better get a PhD. Is that the Ninja Turtles? Yes, I am in the Turtles lair. Turtle power. Oh, well, now the, Shredder's going to find I was trying it. to use it the other day, and I wasn't very successful with it. And someone was telling me, you really need a green screen. No, you don't. Look. I'm good. It, you, it was not working. Did, well, you, you need to be water. well lit. By the way, this is wonderful for more. the show. I need to drink more. I need <laughs> to drink some more of that Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go buy old Bonehead. Bonehead. <laughs> by the way, yeah, welcome to Bonehead, by the way. Okay, really quick. So, this, <laughs> Honestly, uh, I looked at Chad's screen for a bit. I'm like, what's his background now? What the hell is that from? <laughs> That's the shittiest background I've ever saw. I, I think, that's said, a, I, think you, I saw that in one of them serial killer documentaries. Well, like I said, I was in a meeting on Zoom, and the whole... Is that Alien? That's Alien. <laughs> now, that one's your, my favorite. That's the <laughs> problem is, Chad, is when you move, you get all that stuff. Some I know, it's the light. The green screen. If you had the green screen, it wouldn't be that way. It wouldn't be that way. But it, yours is working no, for... No kidding. Better no kidding. No. But once again... I mean, it was 15 beige screens and all this shit behind me. I was the only one that had anything interesting to look at. <laughs> now, it may not be your cup of tea. I'm just saying. Oh, no, but there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. It's kind of like Teletubbies. You don't have to know what they're saying, but there's a lot of colors and stuff. <laughs> the first staff meeting I had, you could see it, too. And then somebody goes, he looks like a DJ. But, of course, I also had a Star Wars. Oh, I have a Star Wars hat on now. Okay. So, welcome to Bonehead. Welcome to Bonehead. This is week one of quarantine. If As you can tell, for the first, what, seven minutes we've been recording, and this has been riveting conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, is the Boneheads are actually quarantining ourselves for a few weeks. 
We're not going to be around each other or each other's families. I actually was the first one to say, I've had a little bit of a sniffle cold thing. My kids had it. We're staying away from everybody. I pulled my kid from daycare before they shut the fucker down. <laughs> now we don't have daycare. Mm-hmm. Christy still wanted to sit in <laughs> We'll talk about that later. Them um, who dies are the lucky ones. What? Well, in her defense, he had no fever. Of course, if you read the reports, children don't really get this. They just carry it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I disappear in a minute, it's literally because my cat's knocking the wires. That's okay. He never comes down here till I'm down here. It's a series of tubes I hear. So as long as he doesn't disconnect you from those series of tubes. Anyway, so we're quarantined. So for the next two or three boneheads. Now, good news about this is, is we've had several folks contact us back. There's a couple I'm going to talk to you all about after the show, hopefully, who would usually never contact me back. But it tends to look what it looks like in Hollywood. What's happened, folks? Uh, people are making really shitty music videos that have no basis in reality for the normal human beings oh you mean those people that make more than i'll make in my lifetime in a month telling me to imagine no possessions nope they're out of work love love me do you know i love you or as miss kurtzman said the other day he's got some time on his hands (laughs) So So hopefully we'll have a few guests. Um, that yeah, I, need to, I need to run some stuff by you later too. That's a good idea. Thank you for bringing that up, Joe. Yeah, I've, uh, so I've got plenty of time on my hands. Anything we can do after nine o'clock is good. <laughs> so this is going to come out tomorrow. I'll have to put it together in the morning. So this is on March the 21st. And, oh, secluded but we do have a topic we had a topic planned all the way well and the good part about this because i know people are wonder worried about this so that we're doing worried about the show we're doing this because as as our loyal fans that's right the two of you the rest of you screw you um we will uh this way if one of us gets it and should happen to succumb to the illness bonehead will go on at least one of the founding fathers will live what it's a famous story it depends which one of us goes <laughs> i'm not saying it'll be any good but if i survive i'll get on once a week and be like hey hey you ever eat a hot dog those hey, are awesome for you people watching the youtube version oh my god i just oh, puked in my so mouth a little skin. bit let me wash that back a little bit mm. Mm. so much skin hey, I I showed that, a also also for people watching the youtube version um can i ask a question chad yeah what band-aid is that yeah, why do you uh, have a band on your hand? So uh, this is uh, Snowball from uh, Secret, of Life of Pets, Secret Life of Pets 2. Oh, yeah. And I cut my finger flossing. Later on, when a woman, if, let's say you're in a bar and you're trying to hook up. Now, I um, don't care. I'm not going to say anything to your wife or your mistress or your girlfriend, all right? which are three different people. But let's say you're in a bar trying to hook up and she asks you, she throws the back of your favorite head up against the bar room wall. And she asks you, how'd you get that bandaid? And how'd you pay your dues? You tell her the checks in the mail and you were doing something other than flossing to get swordfish. Oh, and let's, so let's talk about the other thing about how, um, well, Oh, your jaw looks swollen. Are you having, you look like you're in a lot of pain. Yeah. What happened? 
oh, well, I uh, puffed my jaw out of place and it, sw- it swelled up. Well, how'd you do that? Eating a goddamn grape. <laughs> you don't feel so, it. So, Chad, Chad. Yes. So that grape, it, it, it did you some harm, right? <laughs> yeah. So that, that grape was filled with wrath? That was a grape of wrath? <laughs> <laughs> Literary. That was a stretch. Yeah, so I switched to pork. I don't, I don't <laughs> much of a stretch. Not much of a stretch as Jazz Jaw made. <laughs> yeah, it was getting the full Jenna Jameson workout. I was trying to make that bitch spew. By the way, that seriously, it's not Jenna Jameson. She's a wonderful woman. Whoever, whoever, whoever painted that watermelon purple just to get to Chad, <laughs> you're a jerk. Those are the isn't it funny that Chad can unhinge his jaw? Oh, so I can't. So, that was the problem. He can unhinge his jaw so much that Jared wants to take him home and raise him. That's only <laughs> oh, funny. Just got it. Jared Greer and his snake fascination. God, we really should talk about our topic. <laughs> should, we, should we? Listen, and by the way, this is true. Uh, seriously. Um, uh, uh uh, dead air. Joe, Joe, dead Joe, air. Joe, 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 Chad, Chad, Joe, Joe. I think it was Joe. Uh, happened to get be on the Twitter and noticed that a certain uh, writer and uh, a person was saying that you need to check out podcasts. Use this time to check out podcasts, and mainly their uh, Patreons. And I said, "Fuck that! We don't even charge anything. Just, just blow us up." So listen, and he never if, replied. He never replied. Listen, if if but the thing about that is, and this is true. You know, for some of you all, this is like we're having like your friends from high school hang out. We've heard that before. For other people, it's, oh, well, they do weird, insightful stuff. But for some of you, uh, you have friends that, you know, always complain about those people in their office that are nerds and geeks. Well, they're quarantined and missing them. Send them our podcast. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. It's, oh, oh you, you, you miss Charlie and, and Burgundy? Burgundy, Burgundy. Well, guess what? Burgundy, Burgundy. I'm sorry. What was I thinking with Burgundy? Emphasis on the wrong syllable. Syllable. Anyway, speaking of emphasis, we're we're talking about stories that don't need to be told anymore. They've Agreed. been made into movies. They've been adapted into shows. They've been adapted into whatever. So we did movies that didn't need any more sequels, and that that's just blowing up. I don't, I don't think it is, but. Um, you know Today what blew we, up? You know what blew up? Comic Con with the Greers on YouTube. Well, it's so much uh, on audio. Did you guys look? The numbers on YouTube. Yeah. It's almost always the opposite, but not for that. Well, the, robots. Our robots episode did pretty well. The the Greers are very visual people. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean, uh, also people Comic Con. I mean, people like to. We're we're getting people. Sadly, uh, Comic Con will hopefully rise again soon. Hopefully it'll be in May. Yeah, that's that's the plan. That would be uh, great if it's uh, late enough in May. Maybe I'll get to come. Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It's the week before my vacation, so the asshole scheduled it right as I'm leaving, supposedly for vacation. But that's okay. Who knows if the end of the world will be? Well, nice. I was gonna say, I tell you where you're not going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not anytime soon. My and I had my kid trained too. What are we doing in May? Going to Disney. He actually said the other day, going to Disney in May. <laughs> yep, there we go. James first to go. No, I was doing that. I was you trying can't to catch that shit through one of these computer viruses, can you? 
I've got the Michelangelo virus. There's a 1980s computer programmer rolling right now. <laughs> All right. So let's, who wants to go first about stories that we never want to see in movies ever again? I'll go first. Go ahead. Why not? So I'm going to start off small and my, like if, if so you all don't show them your dick. Yeah. <laughs> right next to that watermelon grape. Why does your a nail. dick have a nail on it? <laughs> and how did you convince your wife to, doesn't matter. Anyway, no. Uh, so my list, if you all don't oh my take God. one. He absorbed his brother and that's it. His brother's at the end of his dick. <laughs> You're the most fucked up basket case ever. <laughs> How is that not a movie already? Or is it? I don't know. Write that shit later. Yeah. If they could could do Corona zombies, we can do that. We can do Corona basket case dick. (laughs) So (laughs) uh, if you all don't steal any of my top three, um, my my numbers are going to increase. And I didn't do this on purpose. As I wrote them, I realized, oh, crap, the numbers just keep growing. So my first one, and I could care less if it's ever retold, Peter Pan. Yeah, that's a good one. I, 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 I don't, don't ever need to see another Peter Pan as long as I live. I've never been a fan of Peter Pan to begin with. And it has its place. It guess, but uh, it's it's never appealed to me. And they just keep making it, and they keep it just keeps getting progressively worse every time. They keep trying to reimagine it, and it keeps it just keeps getting worse. There have been seventeen various adaptions of TV and film. And thirty-eight. Oh, we were supposed to do research. Well, I did. I'm just fucking with you. 38 and 38 book adaptions of Peter Pan. The first adaption of film was in 1924. And the most recent was released this year, Wendy, which got terrible reviews. Never heard of it. And then, and now, and just a few weeks ago, Disney announced that they are working on a series or a movie. I forget which one, but it's called Peter Pan and Wendy. Mm. They're doing it again. And enough's enough. Well, and not so much you could tell about this story. And here's the thing about Peter Pan is that it's been told, like, it, it's not only that they're telling the same story, they've just about worn off every variation of that story. Wendy's grown up, Peter Pan, we had Hook with Robin Williams, we had, yeah. and, and probably the most semi-accurate to the book was the Fox animated series. Peter Pan and the Pirates. And the Pirates. I mean, Never so, saw oh, Tim Curry is Captain Hook, man. It, it's actually somewhat jarring for a kid to watch that cartoon P- tim curry as peter pan was terrifying can you find i mean a tim curry is hook can you find it no i don't know. I, it's I'll on be youtube honest, I, mean, youtube i uh i wasn't uh i didn't necessarily love it as a kid but i always watched it because it was on and that's what we can did you, can you um really quick can you has either one of you ever actually read the book by no. john schlesinger you mean John Barry? No, I meant Updike. <laughs> Say there's one literary fucker out there going, ah! It was written by Dave Barry. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, yeah. J.M. Barry. He took, a, he, took, he took a few months off from gigging with the Rock Bottom Remainders. <laughs> now, that's obscure. No, I just... So you Google it later. I just don't see the point of Peter Pan, and I don't understand why they keep... And the other thing is... There's hasn't they haven't made money and they just keep making them. Well, I tell you that that one with that was made in a few years ago that stars that oh he's a great character actor. What's his name? He was really good as Peter. He was really good as Hook in that. 
Um, it's not Jason Isaacs, is it? It is Jason Isaacs. Jason, Isaacs. Jason Isaacs, by the way, is one of the best parts a, about Star Trek Discovery's first season. He's a fantastic actor. He's a fantastic mm-hmm. actor. Uh, I lo- I, he, yeah, he's just good in anything, and he's in a lot of shit, but he's really good. Paul W.S. Anderson, uh, Anderson's used him a lot, which unfortunately means he's in a lot of shit. But he, Jason Isaacs, great actor. And I think that there's two things I want to support Chad on on this. Don't tell anybody. One is they normally get hook right, but they never get anybody interesting to play Peter Pan as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's usually the focus is on hook, though. Hugh Jackman's Captain Hook was... Oh, no. And the second is, is I think that may just be an outdated story. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I just... I just don't know that it translates well. I just... The whole concept of... I don't think in a day where you can video game and play and be anywhere at any place at any time, depending on the system and the game that you have, that the idea of sneaking off in the middle of the night to Never Never Land and playing with the... Could we do it now? We do it now. I, I just don't... I don't, I, mean, I, I, can go I don't think it has the same attraction. However, I find it fascinating that no matter what, sorry, I can't get comfortable in this chair. I, I, this, off, this office chair is fine as long as you don't have to sit in it. Um, I, I, it's fascinating that... Great for headstands. Yeah. Oh, my head just hurt. My head just hurt. <laughs> I thought it was funny and accurate. It's great. It looks good if you don't have to sit in it. So the, I, I find it fascinating, but still, after all these years... There's never less than a 45 to a 50 minute wait for that ride at Disney World in the Magic Kingdom. And it's a it's one of, it's, it's one of my it's wife's a three minute ride. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of my wife's favorite Disney films. Really yeah, is. I don't have an attraction See, or a, And it's it's also aged poorly in some representation issues. A little bit. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. People By the way, it no may also be true. People with, who don't have a hand with a hook there, they're they're just racist. Uh, by the way, that may, about, true, right? that may be true of the original source material as well, though, because the original source material did have Native Americans in it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. The, uh, the, the Peter Pan didn't originally appear in Peter Pan. He actually originally appeared in a, a work called The Little White Bird. It was excerpted from that and made into uh, Peter Pan as a stage play in 1904. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Oh. Who's next? I can go or James. I want you hit it. I'll I'll get ready. I'll pull my notes up. I never ever 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 want to see another Christmas Carol. <laughs> it was on my list. I'm glad we did you a got. whole episode, and I completely agree with you. That's a good one. And here, it was the last one added. I have an eight here. Okay, Just because okay. This, I wanted to make sure, and a couple of them I'm not going to use. <laughs> unless you just beat me to the rest of them. The, the two good ones are at the top, and I should have grabbed them because one of you all is about to grab them after that. But here's the reason why I want to say A Christmas Carol. <sighs> they do one every year. It's a fantastic story. It's able to be adapted time after time. There's never, ever, ever uh, a medium that they haven't used it in yet. I bet it's even in video games somewhere, somehow, some way that I just don't know. However, it has been done superbly multiple times and shitty more than enough. 
Oh God! I think every doesn't every year doesn't the Hallmark Channel do a version of the Christmas? Everybody, Carol? every television show. I shouldn't say every television. I, well, I bet every seventies television show had one. And oh, eighty sitcoms too. Eighty sitcoms. Sanford and Son had one. Was it? You mentioned one. Hallmark Channel. Didn't Hallmark do um, a Carol's Christmas or something? It's about a, a lady named Carol that doesn't have enough spirit. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that sounds actually right. If they don't write that shit down and sell it to them for $1,000 tomorrow, they'll have it shipped, shot, and delivered. Well, they're showing them now. They're showing them now to help people deal with the... the, the... Well, Abby W. will be ecstatic. By the way, in this coronavirus uh, pandemic where we're all stuck at our home, if my wife made me sit there and watch Christmas movies in in freaking February, March, whatever month it is, I would go insane. I would eat... The Joe, Joe, she has done that. He's gone star craving mad. Yeah, cut to those memes of them and the shining driving up to the lodge. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What do you think, Mr. Wanky? I think you're <laughs> full of shit, too. I told you his absorbed twin was in his dick. He's talking to him because of Mr. Wanky. Yeah, this is going to be the best episode for people to refer people to. <laughs> Mr. Wanky's dick absorption. <laughs> anyway, so... Great. Okay, now I said that there every year there will be something I watch. The best one, in my opinion, and a lot of other people says the one was Alistair Slim or Sims, James. Uh, Alistair Sims. Alistair Sims. No, it's not Alistair Crowley. I watch it almost every year. One of my other ones is Scrooge. That was on the day as I I got free showtime during the epidemic. Anyway. (laughs) So I was DVRing the shit out of things over this free weekend, James. I was going through doing this. I'll make a recommendation. Check out Kidding on Showtime. Uh, I don't have it on demand. They just... uh, Jim Carrey's best work in years. Okay. Now, I've said that. That three-hour BBC version with Guy... Not Guy Fieri. I was going to say Guy Fieri. Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce and the guy from... uh, It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It's almost three hours long. They did a really dark version. I mean, in this one, Scrooge is molested at school. That's lovely. Oh, it gets darker. Okay. So that being said, I don't know if they brought anything to it. It was just darker and the acting was superb and it was shot superbly, but I, they could have done another job. I don't ever, I never need to see a Christmas Carol. I didn't even, I'm not even going to look at the numbers of how many they are. Go, James. Um, well, here's the thing about I, I'm going to lead to mine based off of uh, of yours. Um, Dead air, James. There's been a Muppet Mr. Wayne, version. Say something. <laughs> there's been a Muppet version of a Christmas Carol. Yeah, and I think a rule needs to be if there had been a Muppet version of something, no more. You're done with remakes. And that's not an insult to the Muppets. I love this one as well. As a matter of fact, I watched it with my kids the other day uh, because I have been with my kids 24-7. That would be Muppets Treasure Island. I agree. We don't. The the Disney version, the old school Disney version is great. We have Treasure Planet. We have Muppets Treasure Island. We have so many versions of Treasure Island. And those are just the Disney ones. There are so many tellings of that story, and I don't know what you can do anything else with it that's new. It's a great story. 
but it's been. I also feel, though, that that's right up there with what Chad was talking about with his. I don't think that story tracks with modern day audiences. No, no, no. I, mean, I was never a fan of the story to begin and with. I've, and, and, and unless Chad gets upset, I'd like to go next because I have one that piggybacks right on what you're talking about. Well, and I think, the, mm. so the thing about Treasure Island. You'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> You'll be all right. Deal with it. Um, it'll, it'll give you a chance to use one of mine that you really want to use. This one you won't want to use. Okay. But yeah. So Treasure Island, I, I'm assuming, was originally published as, in serial format because that's how things used to be published. Charles Dickens' public worked that way. And so you 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 strung it out a little bit. If you read that now, it's a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, well, it's a little bit hard. So the the um, there's just tons of like, and the thing about it is, if you want to get into the history of it, that book is filled with really. illusions allusions to actual pirating allusions to actual locations but going to exactly what you said joe who knows that stuff now i mean i'm a nerd very well i'm a nerd so i know some of it but there's not even i'm occasionally like well hold on let me get my dictionary um but anyway yeah so there it was such a big hit when it was published there there was sequels actually written including The Adventures of Ben Gunn, was written by another author to explain how he got on the island. If you've never seen Treasure Island or read it, you don't know who that is. Um, there was uh, unofficial sequels about how it was a cursed island, all of that stuff. Matter of fact, Joe, I think you'll appreciate this, uh, and Chad, as we were just talking about it, in the novel, Peter and Wendy by J.M. Barry, it is said that Captain Hook is the only man ever feared by the old sea cook, Long John Silver. Silver. Even J.M. Barry was tired of having to address, because if you said pirate, people automatically at that time went, oh, Treasure Island. Mm. And so J.M. Barry even said, ah, let's just go ahead and mention it, because people are going to expect it. They want so, their chicken planks. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> I want them crunchy. Hush puppies. I we ain't got take, time for that crap. You take the hush puppy, Joe, and you bite <clears throat> off just a little bit of it. Oh, so my God. It, and then you dip it down in them crunchies. Do you think they were called hush puppies because at one point somebody found a little puppy that wouldn't stop barking, dipped it in cornbread batter, and fried it? And no. Hushed puppy. No. No? But I always tell people there's only two things that the boneheads ever agree upon, long johns and ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. The, so, real quick. I'm a Captain a D's man, son of bitches. Whatever. You no, you're not. Man. No, you're not. Uh, hell's a chicken plague. There have been. They used to be called chicken planks. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. That's, you were going to walk on them. And you'd then you slip and fall and break your neck. Uh, no, I just wanted to point it's this out. Treasure Island, gonna sue. Treasure Island has already had over 50 film and TV versions. Uh, How many? I'm sorry, I didn't hear it. 50. 50. Wow. 50 versions of Treasure Here, Island? Let me, let me hit I the highlights of this. Many. Silent version directed by Sidney Franklin in 1918. Was it called that Silent was, Version? <laughs> that was such a big hit that they went, hey, it's only two years later. Let's make one in 1920. And they did. They waited 14 years before they made one with Jackie Cooper in 1934. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit because this is the one that I was like, oh, I'd actually like to see this. Um, there's a Treasure Island, which starred Bobby Driscoll. That was the Walt Disney version. Bobby Driscoll also did the voice of Peter Pan. Huh. Um, but uh, the one I wanted—he didn't to, have a happy life, <laughs> really. 
Oh God! Look up the voice. Look about the guy who voiced Peter Pan, dead in a pauper's grave. Nineteen seventy-two, Treasure Island starred Orson Welles. I've never seen that version. What? I've, I've heard of it, it, but I've never seen it. I, I want to see that now. It must have um, been. It was working in Europe. Uh, by the way, there's Treasure uh, Planet was actually made three times as well. First one was in nineteen eighty-two in Bulgaria, uh, and then Treasure Planet was made in Russia in nineteen eighty. Seven, and then there was the American version. So over fifty versions, seven part BBC series dating back to nineteen fifty one. I could go on, Don't. but it's been told. Knock it off. I love pirates as much as the next person that's afraid of pirates killing them in their slumber. But we're done. But no one is. That's the point. It doesn't track well, which leads me to one. And I'm not. I'm just going to mention it. I mentioned it. I don't think it was Swiss Family Robinson. Just to piggyback on what that. I mean, does anybody ever need to hear or see that ever again? I mean, when was the last time we had a Swiss Family Robinson? But, uh, well, it's been a while, but I just put it down, and I think it's been told many times, had it not? Am I wrong? Well, yeah, no, it's, it's, well, it was before the Disney movie, yeah. The thing Um, is, is not only do you not need it again, does it even track? I mean, basically, that's what Lost in Space is. Yeah, it's Space Family Robinson. I mean, that's Space what it was. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And um, they're doing it again. Do you need that again? Well, I think that's the the thing about that is 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 the story is compelling if you think it can apply to you. But there's nowhere we haven't explored now, except for space. That's why right. Lost in Space does work to a degree because the Robinsons get lost in space. And we haven't explored all of that, but it's I just, watched, I've only ever watched the first episode of the uh, Netflix series. Um, you can probably get know, lost in Montana. Nobody goes there. I've been to Montana. Good for you. By the way, the, the most recent. No one goes there. Harrison Ford lives there. The He's most crashed re- there too. The most recent I crashed version. crashed at Harrison um, Ford's. No, you didn't. You're right. The most recent television version, by the way, was a 2002 television Flockhart would rip your throat out. Was a 2000... I would her back. I'd have a pencil. Sorry, James. <laughs> it was a 2002 film, a television version, that starred Liam Cunningham. Oh, actually, Liam Cunningham is a really good actor. Yeah. All right. Chad, go. Oh, your, your piggyback was Swiss Family Robinson? That's it. I just, some oh. reason, they go to me that, yeah. Okay. Um, so my next pick... I'll just start with the numbers. 68 television and film adaptions. 85 novelizations. Do we really need to hear the story of Robin Hood again? Do you know what my number one pick was? Robin Hood? Robin Hood. It's literally (laughs) right there on my screen, number one. (laughs) No. And by the way, no. No more Robin Hood. Don't give two shits. I do not care anymore about steal from the rich and give to the poor it's been done over and over again it's never been done for me the um, never been done to america there's only been two good things from robin hood morgan freeman errol three three good things from robin hood morgan freeman michael wincott and alan rickman 
as the sheriff of Nottingham. It's not a good movie, by the way. No, I didn't even care for it when I was a kid. Okay, so no, full full disclosure, I loved that movie as a we kid. We talked about that before. Yes, I loved it as a kid. I watched it about a month ago. How bad is it? Damn. Even, Ke- I mean, Kevin Costner is, I don't, I, I'll, okay, I'll call him a somewhat talented actor. <laughs> in the right like, role, he's perfect. Robin Hood's. No, he's a good actor. He's a good actor in the right role, man. He really is. Yeah, in the right role, but he's he's done a lot of shit. Baseball movies, he's good. Phil Dreams, man. Not Phil Phil Dreams. Dreams. Bull Durham. Bull Durham, he's way better. I like Bull Durham, and I like the Sam Raimi one. For love of the game. See, I like Phil of Dreams, though. And I think Phil of Dreams. I never understood the fascination of Phil of Dreams. I don't get it at all. When was the last time you watched it? Uh, 15, 20 years ago. It's, it's, it may be like E.T. for you. Sit down and watch it again. Especially now that you have a kid. I will admit that I, I swear you're absolutely right. I, I As a child, everyone loved E.T. except me. Never got it. So, second movie I saw in the theater. Joe was on the phone with the FBI going, that alien's right over here. Come get, get this bug-eyed fuck out of my face. <laughs> Drinking all my Coke. Um, <laughs> no, that was Mac and me, dude. You didn't even, you got the budget, E.T. <laughs> oh, he's drinking all my beer. I'm going to no, say I don't mean that from Reese's Pieces. Tell Peter Cody to get his ass over here and pick him up. <laughs> By God. the way, Peter Cody, your quarter check is in the mail. Your quarter check is in the mail. No, I just. I him at a Houston airport and screamed to Peter Cody and he ran the other way. And I told Chris, I was like, I was Peter Cody. She goes, Will you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, keep going. No, so I just, I, I don't see. And there's no fresh takes on this story. It just they're just telling it over and over again. I mean, what was the Frank Sinatra one? Robin in the Hoods. Robin, Robin and the Seven Hoods. Robin and the Seven Hoods. Nobody cares. Uh, the first movie for Robin Hood came out in 1908. It is entitled Indeed. Robin Hood and the Merry Men. And his Merry Men. And then the last one came out last year with Taron Egerton and Jamie Foxx, and it was poorly reviewed. It? I can't make myself no, I can't make myself watch it. Because I don't care about Robin Hood. I don't, I, I, there's just nothing there that interests me. You know, probably the last, and I love Robin Hood as a character. I agree with you. Uh, if you're the best thing about Robin Hood is it gave us the Green Arrow. Um, really? <laughs> agree to disagree there. Um, <laughs> but I love Robin Hood as a character. I do agree with you, it's done. How does he think- use the arrow when he's holding the lantern? He, he doesn't have enough willpower to do the lantern. He tried it once. It almost killed him, Joe. I hope you're going to consider it fuck. <laughs> I've been called that before on Zoom this week. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm a single mom. What you making me do this for? Sarah, anyway, go ahead. I, uh, no, the last thing I think that was done interesting with Robin Hood as a character, and again, it's because of the cast that they had do it, is Robin and Marion, uh, which was Sean Connery yeah. and. Uh, why am I blanking on Hepburn's name? That's, that's actually one of Sean Connery's favorite movies. Never uh, seen that, it. That movie from, is... I don't know that it holds up well. No, the, no. The, the, and, and if you read uh, Howard Pyle's updated, and Howard Pyle updated in, I don't know, 1900. He still but, can't sit down. <laughs> Howard but Pyle, when the, he updated. Oddly enough, is, isn't the Piles that got him. <laughs> Howard Pyle, uh, when when he wrote the the he tried to eat the donut. <laughs> when he collected the versions of the Robin Hood stories, 
and it put is. them into the life of Robin Hood, which is the version most people know and which most of the films are based on. It ends the same way that film ends. And by the way, if you've never read it, uh, spoiler, Robin dies at the end. <laughs> I think the closest I've ever come to being interested in a Robin Hood story was when Ridley Scott and Russell Crowe were going to do Nottingham and it was going to be about the Sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah. And then they decided, no, we'll just go ahead and tell Robin Hood again. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Uh, I, I, like, I like that version for a couple of reasons and not that people should watch it. It's Gladiator with arrows, James. But it got the history a little bit more right. The fact that Maid Marian has to marry because women aren't allowed to own land, all of that stuff. And as as a history kind of nerd, I was like, oh, they, they got the British history right. They actually, because that well, never comes up. It's, oh, he loves Maid Marian. No, Maid Marian ain't going to own nothing if she don't get betrothed. Chad's absolutely right. That, and the original script was written by Cyrus Forrest and Ethan Reef. I can't, I don't know if I'm saying that right. And if that sounds slightly familiar to you, it should to James. They they not only yep. cre- wrote uh, Demon Knight, they also created that show you like Brimstone. Yeah, yeah. And they were the ones who wrote the first one. It was going to be and Chad's right. It was Nottingham. It was about the sheriff of Nottingham. That well, I would have liked to. Have and then they changed it at the eleventh hour into Chad's right, Robin Hood. So the so and I think that's it. I I I, I like that movie, but not because it's Robin Hood. I like and it's not enough to make me sit and watch it's it. It's completely times. forgettable. But it's the fact that, oh, they actually did some research in the history and, and have made Marion actually needing to get married for legal reasons, which was part of the yeah. process. But I agree. Uh, Robin and Marion, um, I do have a soft spot for Prince of Thieves. Uh, no, it doesn't age well. But Errol Flynn, probably the one people should watch if you've never watched any Robin it's Hood. It's still fun. Errol Flynn's version, when he shows up with the deer on his back and he's killed it in the king's, and he just drops it on the king's table and says, go ahead and cook that. That's not the exact line, but it pretty much is him basically just showing up and it's, being a smarmy jerk. It's still fun. Yeah, you're right. It's so I, 1934 was when the last great version of that story was told. Or is it 32? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway, Chad, you done? I'm done. All right, James. I want to, uh, I want to do one that's getting a lot of, of press recently and, and, um, we're done. We can quit. Um, the Jungle Book. Um, so the Jungle Book, Rudyard Kipling, his book, he actually, there's Jungle Book and the second Jungle Book. Uh, he didn't work on renaming it. He just, oh, it's the second one. Um, that story, it's actually a collection of short stories, that, and most of them do feature Mowgli and all of that stuff, the man cub. But I want to point out how often that story has been told. So we did get uh, uh, John Favreau's version there. Uh, John Favreau's version for yeah. Disney. Um, why am I blanking on uh, Gollum's okay. name? Yeah, Andy Circus directed. Andy Circus. That's, that's uh, supposedly a good movie. I've yet to watch it. It's on Netflix. I, it was on my thing, but that's why I don't want to watch it. Is because I'm like I have seen this story. This story has been told several different times, and so the themes of the story have to do with the dangers of freedom, but also the pressures of law. You know. You know, of being in a society and all that stuff. Timeless stories, but it's been told so many different times. Matter of fact, I thought you all might find this interesting. Robert Heinlein, uh, when he wrote Stranger in a Strange Land, that's actually his version of The Jungle Book. His wife said, you, sh- you should totally do an update of The Jungle Book. And he went, oh, okay. And he wrote Stranger in a Strange Land. Hmm. Um, 
Neil Gaiman's The Graveyard Book is his version of The Jungle Book. Huh, really? Um, I kind of see it. I kind of see it. May I go? May I stop you and say, if you've not, please go out and check the Newbery Award winner, The Graveyard Book. It's a, it's an excellent book. But this story you've been told was Superman. They did an Elseworld comic called Superman: The Feral Man of Steel, where Superman is it landed in the jungle and has and meets Bagheera and and uh, Shere Khan and all of them. Let's not um, forget the most important uh, variation of uh, the Jungle Book. Walk like a man, walk like a man, walk like a man, my son. The, the only thing about the Jungle Book that hasn't You're listening, been adapted, I'm just shaking my head. <laughs> um, How dare you bring up the best movie ever starring Howie Mandel and Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> um... That's the one that's, that's the, one the one movie you can say it starred Howie Mandel and Christopher Lloyd. The uh, call sheet today, Howie way, Mandel this, and Christopher. What the fuck? I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna give advance warning, James. This pick is actually gonna force me to sing again at some point, so continue on. Well, what so I want to say it's been adapted so many different times. What's funny about it is there are some stories from it that I really like. That, have, that don't use the adaptation. They're the ones that don't feature Mowgli as much. Um, so some of the, the stories that have been included in versions of the Jungle Book that have been adapted, one it was an, uh, the Chuck Jones animated TV cartoon, Ricky Ticky Tabby. That's about a mongoose. Yes. That mongoose fights people. That's cool. Well, fights cobras. Why don't you like Ricky Ticky Tabby? I just... I- you prefer Shredney Vashtar, don't you? <laughs> I just never. By the way, Vashtar. Vashtar. Holy shit! Ishtar is going to be huge. Let's get the porn version out first. Vashtar. You, you ever read Shredney Vashtar? Technically, Vashtar made more mo- money than Ishtar. Well, it definitely had more money shots in it. Um, oh. Oh, anyway, uh, but anyway, so that's, there's other stories, but it's been there's been an anime. Uh, Shonen Mowgli and all that the story's been told and there's other stories that are hidden in the Jungle Book that haven't been told but we basically just get the Mowgli versus Shere Khan story over right. and over and over and if you don't have buzzards that are be- or the Beatles in it I just don't all right. we also, we also um, we, the one other positive about the Jungle Book is we wouldn't have got oh we a tailspin oh we oh I didn't, say, I didn't say those versions don't need to exist. I just said we don't need to go back to that well. There's but James, time. all the trouble will get in with another tailspin. I didn't you know, want he, call, tailspin. he calls that bear cub little bridges. But, but no, I, I completely agree with James. Uh, tailspin, I mean Jungle Book. <laughs> you know he calls that he calls that bear cub little bridges, and that's what he called Mowgli. Do you think? Uh, Baloo just doesn't know people's names, so he's like, ah, you're a kid. Exactly. A little Are you saying Baloo is Joe Lewis? Hey, Chief. Hey, you punk. My dad, seriously, Slick. Hey, Slick, how's it going? Hey, Slick. Who, Dad, who, Dad, who was it? I have no idea. We always just called him Slick. Dad, you call everybody Slick. He goes, it's a system that works. Yeah. All right, who's next? Uh, well, you haven't gone in a few, so go ahead. Are you sure? Go for it. Fuck King Arthur. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I said, are you sure? Uh, you have the numbers? 
No, go ahead and give them. Okay, so King Arthur. Over 100 adaptions of this story are on film. And Third, quick, by the way, 95 of them are horrible. Real yes. quick about that. Does that include all the roundtable stories? Or yes. Fuck them all. Uh, I'm going to get into that real quick. Okay. 39 plays If it is an Excalibur or the Monty Python, fuck it. <laughs> over 100 adaptions on film, yep. 39 plays and operas, 62 novelizations. Ugh. At least 15 of those film adaptions are the Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court <laughs> alone. By the way, 15 of a Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court? 15 adaptions of now, Connecticut. Does that like also include... That, that, does that include a Connecticut kid or whatever it is? Yes, it also, inclu- it also includes Black Knight with Martin Lawrence. He uh, brought back a baseball, you see, Joe. He's going to teach Jim Knights how to play the baseball. Well, and, you know, Army of Darkness is the same shit. Oh, yeah. What's you know, um, the first film, actually, of King Arthur is a Connecticut Yankee. It was in 1931. You want to guess who the Connecticut Yankee was? Who? Samuel Clemens. Will Rogers. Oh. Um, yeah, so the latest and the latest, the latest, the latest one was in 2017, King Arthur's Legend of the Sword by Guy Ritchie, which is... Did you all watch that? It is terrible. Uh, you're it's wrong. It's awful. You're, you're wrong there, Chad. Hold on, I'm getting there. Okay, I just want to make sure you're not going to leave out the newest one. Uh, in 2017, also released King Arthur Excalibur Rising, which has a whopping 2.5 on IMDb. And this year, we are getting Arthur Dawn of Destiny. Boys, I tell you, I don't know. There's a certain group of folks who just left get a hard one. on about guns and big swords. James says I left one. Which one did I forget? You you forgot the one coming out this year, 2020. Two hours and five minutes. You're going to get the Green Knight again. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yep. Green Knight. Which I, 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 I'm tempted to see because they're, they're doing it. I'm sure I'll see it. I watched the Guy Ritchie one, and, and it's almost god-awful. And he, I watched an interview with him on Joe Rogan, and he kind of he never said it was a shitty movie, but as you're listening to it, you're realizing that he's telling you what's wrong. Mm-hmm. There's obviously one person who was miscast. I'm not for sure which. I mean, I have a guess what he's talking about. And there was the guy is it Charlie Human Human? I don't think or? it was Charlie Hoonan. No, no, no. But he he said in an interview relatively recently he went another shot at it. Yeah, and that that they originally planned for that to be a trilogy. Yeah, it was going to be. Oh a- yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, no, I agree with Joe. I don't. I don't need another King Arthur story. I, I never need another one. Now they're good. Yeah, well, well, unless I mean, he teams up with Robin Hood. And why do they? Why do they keep feeling the need to tell the story but put a new spin on it, make well, it edgy? I don't yeah, care. That's the thing. I, I, I don't. Anyway, sorry. Not anyway, to- guys, I wanted no. to tell you. By the way, probably a bad time. I just wrote this screenplay about how actually the sword's cursed. And it's told from the sword's point of view. <laughs> um, no, uh, just but never mind. I'll just burn this. <laughs> the Clive Owen one, terrible. That one's bad. I haven't watched the one from the guy that directed the block or Attack on the Block. I've got it DVR'd upstairs. Well, I've got it DVR'd. Uh, the uh, a kid who would be king or whatever came out. The one with Patrick Stewart last year. It's oh, supposedly yeah. pretty good. I'm going to watch it. My, my son really wants to see it. Yeah, it's more of a kids movie. It is supposed to. It didn't. The other thing is, is a lot of these movies don't do really well. So I'm not for sure. 
I know Hollywood is obsessed with branding and brand loyalty and already having a known brand, but I don't understand why well, it's also just something that doesn't do well. It's also just another way you can screw over an author because you don't have to pay for the novel you rights. To to pay for the, but you're still paying somebody to write a script, you know, even yeah, if yeah, 14 but, people. I, I, but I mean, in this economy, anybody will do it for a thousand bucks. My email is <laughs> thousand bucks right now. Now I'm not saying the script's going to be good. Did I mention it may have buzzards that are beetles in it? I need you to I need you to give me the Corman of I'll all right, I'll undercut him and all I need is Corman instructions of titties in the first, second, and third act and forty two fucks and five murders. You just need to give me what you want and I will make it work. I'll undercut him even more. I'll do a murder. <laughs> I'll, he will show his breasts. <laughs> No, Joe, that's a good one. I agree. No, no, I agree. I agree. I, I, I'll, I'll have another one. I'll, there's a, something else I, I'll mention as a, but yeah, keep I going. Honestly, I don't care because uh, I've, I've got, I've got, I was just oh, joking. I've got two other ones that I could go on. A no, road I think you did better job with it. So I really uh, only wanted to say fuck Ro uh, King Arthur because yeah, my I, first I, two were Robin Hood and King Arthur. So uh, my, then I'll, I'll move on to my next pick then. And uh, it, it blows King Arthur out of the court in terms of, of numbers. Oh, I bet I know what it is. 281 films. D d does he have fangs? No, that's number five. 281 films, 329 novels, 120 television shows. Is he an action And figure? we got 138 games. Do we really need another apocalypse story? Uh, yeah, now because we're finally living it. <laughs> and well, that's yeah. what I was going, and that's what I was getting at is, especially now that we're living in the apocalypse, do we really need another apocalypse story? Well, it's been told. All, it's been told in every fucking way you can ever imagine, and it's all accurate. I've watched yeah. it happen at Kroger. Yeah. <laughs> You know what, by the way, not to, not to be the, the one person here, but out of the three of us, which is saying some shit, by the way, I may be the most optimistic. Does anybody want to argue? No, we're good. No, we no, 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 we're screwed. Okay, so out of the three of us, I'm the most optimistic bonehead. Yeah, yeah. And most people would say I am not an optimist. Whatever. It's Stop with your sunshine and rainbows. Normie, normies. <laughs> Would you two agree that normies would say I'm oh, yeah. I am not an optimist? Right. Okay. Out of the three of us, I'm the most optimistic. Oh yeah. I will say watching a lot of this happen, for every bad news thing, I see three or four good ones. Uh for example, a friend of mine who is a older lady hasn't been able to get toilet paper, which I'm not getting into it. It's a no, cliche. no, isn't that funny though? Like, it, it's not. I know it's a cliche now. I'm not even. No, no. It, in two weeks, it became a cliche. Well, but it's not even that. It, it's the fact that, literally, if you would have held a gun to my head, I know that's the one thing nobody ago, got. That's the one thing. Ago. Well, no. six weeks ago, and said, "Listen, you get to pick five items in the grocery store because you're afraid they might run out of stuff." What are you going to get? I, like, I would have went. Wouldn't have been on it. Mine, mine would have been vitamins, like yep. vitamin, because you know you may not get enough nutrition. But vit, but no, no, no. I'm really worried about the. Well, that's the one per thing that no dystopian literature really talked about. But hold on, 
friend of mine. <laughs> Way to drop the ball all of a sudden. Sweet. I know. <laughs> That's obscure. So, uh, she's uh, she's an older lady, goes to Comic-Con every year. Pam, this is a shout-out to you. They She was at a store. won't say which store, but it may have start with a K and N with Roger. She went to the fourth one, and they made an announcement that they finally had toilet paper in the aisle. She couldn't get down the aisle. Somebody, you know, they were limiting five five per person, which actually I think is ridiculous. It's probably yeah, that's a little over two. Two. They should have said two at the most. Right. Um, somebody walked out with three and started giving them to people. Yeah. Yeah. So I want, I'm sorry. I, everybody's all Twitter painted about all this. We want to get through it. We'll be fine. Well, some of us probably won't get through it. I understand. But <laughs> Most of you will look back on this and laugh. Most, of yeah, most of you will look back on this and not probably have fond memories. What, but, what's, um, what's funny <laughs> about it, by the way, my pessimistic mind automatically went. So that person three gave out three things of toilet paper. The fourth person came up and went, "What? None for me?" and stabbed him five times. I have the opposite side of the story. <laughs> Talking to my dad is <laughs> more of a pessimist than me. My step grandfather, same story. Woman walks up and he says, I couldn't find any. Where'd you find that? She goes, I don't know, sir. He's 79. Looks like he's about 60, but he's 79. She reaches him one and goes, here. My dad says, now he, she, he told, she told him he'd been to Florida and he touched that after her. He don't know where she's been. Oh my good Lord. Or mine now. And you think I'm a pessimist. (laughs) (laughs) No, so. But do you all seriously believe? Do you all think that we keep need we need to keep revisiting the apocalypse? Well, clearly we're going to have to do what about toilet paper now? Yeah, I mean, we all missed just, it. <laughs> every time I see another apocalypse story, <laughs> show, can we call that episode "Screen Wops"? I, let me ask you a question, Chad. Do you yeah, think that's, that's it's the same kind of thing? If we always visit our deaths, and that's what horror films are, you know. Well, not I don't know that that's what they are, but a lot of people smarter than me have said, "Well, that's just practice for your own demise." Yeah, and see, sometimes I, I think it's more horrible to go on living. But well, and I think the thing with well, the thing that's with the what apocalypse- all those stories are about, James. They don't talk too much to the dead folk, or do they? Not usually. Not in a lot of them. I just I don't know. I, think, I don't think anything got better than the stand, honestly. And I'm talking about the book. Yeah. I just the, the whole thing about the apocalypse is I think people are inherently interested in the story because they want to see the worst possible case scenario of how their life could end. And that's what we keep giving them. And I'm just like, enough's enough. By Luke's the way, death by puppies. You know, I could argue about the stand. I mean, you know, the snow snow piercer was a great movie. It's an it ends hopefully. It ends hopefully. It ends hopefully most with a polar bear like the- who's going to end up eating all those fucking people. <laughs> most what? Most I root for the film. polar bear, Chad. We almost wiped him out. Let the polar bear have one. Don't you think most, even most of the post-apocalyptic stories end hopefully? Oh, everyone, yeah. Well, not everyone, but a lot of them do. Most of them. Probably the one that ends the bleakest, uh, and it's a film. I still... Uh, Mouth of Madness. The ending. I'm of thinking the, the same thing. Honestly, it's, it's two because it's, there's no hope, and he sacrificed because he knows there's nothing he can do. So let's just. What about Madness and Prince of Darkness? What They're, about seeking a friend at the end of the world because you literally watch him blow up at the end? Yeah, they do. They find That's each other. Bad movie, by the way. It's it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. It's good, but no one ever talks about it. No, they don't. 
Well, no, I just think it's because people uh, people went in thinking, oh, Steve Carell, and this will end happy. It'll be a romance. The hell it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, so yeah. the very first apocalyptic film was in 1933. It's called Deluge. Deluge? It's about, it's about an earthquake that it, um, releases a massive flood. Yeah. It's silent. It's black and white. But it exists. And then this has to be incorrect. Um, by the way, when I, the, the 281 films might be inflated because as I, as I look through the list, they were including zombie apocalypse. It's every single type of apocalypse you can come up with. So there was a movie called Zodiac Sign of the Apocalypse, which is a B movie, um, like asylum film picture. Um, but if you want to count the last apocalyptic film was Zombie Land, double tap. Okay. And you know we're getting we're getting more and more every. There's probably an apo- There has to be an apocalyptic film every year. Yeah. And All I'm right. just. Do Go we ahead. really need to have another apocalypse film every year? I mean, give us a break. You know I need one, so give me one. I was leaving you my last one, Joe. What is it? We'll get to it. James, next. I, I I have to bring one up, and it's probably one that a lot of people don't think about, but the story's been told. And again, I'm going to go ahead and say, if you're a classic worker of literature and Disney has gotten around to animating you... Don't do it. You're Wait. done. You're done. So I'm going to bring up The Hunchback of Notre Dame, Quasimodo. Don't, don't need it again. It's, no. it, it's And there's great versions. Every I one actually, of your picks has been a Disney film. Well, that, because I was sitting there thinking about yeah, it, and I was like, what don't By the way, I... when was the last time I shaved for you YouTubers? And I'm I haven't, more gray. Uh, you can tell I, I haven't been able to go to the salon this week to get this gray patched in. <laughs> yeah, if I that's... took my hat off, you'd see I don't. I finally don't have my toupee on either. Do you know how many silent film versions there are of based on Hunchback of Notre Dame? Two. Oh, man, I Charles Wallace did two. Seven. The most famous one, and arguably the best, is the Lon Chaney one, Lon Chaney. which does have the great scene in it where he's surrounded by villagers and he acts like he's got something in his hand, and the villagers are, you know, they reach back because they're so sure he's terrible, and yeah. then he opens it and it's like a flower or something, and then they beat him to death effectively. That's a bleak ending for you. Um, it happened to the me. First one, the first one was, yeah, he's been beat to death. That's why he's here. Uh, it got better. Esmeralda was the first version, 1905, French silent film. Uh, well, 19- in, sorry. What? In the, in the story, doesn't Esmeralda die and he just, he dies holding her corpse? I've never read it. Um, it's in German. <laughs> Nobody's ever read it. No one can read German. It's a dead language. Uh, Sprechensee, dead language. Yes, actually, Chad, so the way it originally... I'll just keep ignoring the lies. <laughs> um, I'll Alex Jones this shit up. She's hung. She is hung by the neck. And yes, she is. Uh, he <laughs> they assumed... said she was hung. Quasi- That's a crying game, Joe. Quasimodo. <laughs> that guy did not have a big dick. <laughs> Quasi- Every episode of this show is called the crying game for most people. Um, oh, what does that movie have in common with me? <laughs> that chick's got a dick. Not not much of a box office success. And <laughs> now the crying game was a huge success. I know. I was now I want to listen um, to Boy George. Quasimodo actually um, believes that the gypsies are there to kill Esmeralda, turns them away, drives them off, 
and believes the soldiers are there to help Esmeralda. It turns out that is not accurate. Um, and then he ends up, uh, Frollo ends up laughing at Esmeralda's hanging. Quasimodo then pushes him off the roof. I don't think I've his seen death. that. Yeah. And then Quasimodo goes to the cemetery, hugs the body, and he refuses to leave. He does die. But he dies of starvation. Starvation, he won't yeah, yeah. Stop hugging the body until he starves to death. That's right. Yeah. And I'm not an expert on preservation, in, you know. See, I uh, read of of France. You've never read it. Nope. Um, to quote Ghostbusters. Cliff notes. Bitch. Never studied. Never studied. But one of the big things that it does come up in some of the films, especially actually the Disney version, does a pretty good job. Is that the book Even also is a, is a study of the French architecture. The Cathedral of Notre Dame, et cetera, et cetera. Buttresses. Yes. I dated a girl with some buttresses once. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's been made into a silent film. It's been tons of different versions of it. There's a parody called Quasimodo of Paris. It's a French parody. Um, there's been seven or eight different um, uh, miniseries. Plus, if he survives the COVID, Idris Elba is slated to not only play the title character, oh, but also no. direct and produce for Netflix. So we're going to get his version. All right, uh, boys. Honorable mentions. Everybody's went three. Can I, I got a couple. I got a couple. I got I'll one. let y'all go first. So Mine are all story. westerns. I'm going to give Chad his. I don't mm. need to see another Doc Holliday, Wyatt Earp, Jesse James, Alamo movie. Uh, what? Do you want us to just forget the Alamo? I don't. Did you just say? I don't need. Did you just list three variations of a western? I listed about four different characters. I don't need to see another Doc Holliday Wyatt Earp movie. Do you? No. The Alamo. Don't need to see another one of those. Nope. And don't need to see another Billy the Kid. Yeah, they should have stopped with Billy the Kid meets Dracula's daughter. Is it Dracula or Dracula's daughter? It's Dracula's daughter. Uh, yeah, because Dracula was busy. He, he yeah. yeah, Dracula ain't got no time for Billy the Kid. He's no, <laughs> you know, over, I mean, literally, he's over his side piece, which seriously, is really, up, which is really kind of sickening in the Dracula at, at household. Ser seriously, let's the bloodletting was bad. Let's think about this in the grand history of characters. Yes, Billy the Kid is Dracula's a list, right? I mean, he's been everywhere. There's operas about him. Billy the Kid's B list. Yeah, I mean, I'm down here on the E list. I'm not even Kathy Griffin level. I'm an E list, but Billy the Kid's gonna be B list to Dracula. Yeah. He's... All right. Who's next? All right. So mine, uh, we do, might as well. We just said it. Dracula, 95 film adaptions, 45 stage adaptions, nine TV adaptions. I won't even get into the novelization. Five of them, pretty good. Here is the problem, though. Here's here's one of the ones I'll push back on you a little bit. Okay. Is that They've yet to actually adapt the damn book. Same with Frankenstein. Yeah. Well, yeah. well we didn't, will didn't. Once we can convince Chad, I've talked about this on the Scarefest reviews. Once I can convince Chad, we'll eventually do a Dracula episode. But you didn't have to I, convince me. That's been on the list since we started doing the show. Yeah, but we still haven't done it. That's I what know. I've been. Mean, I've said this a couple of times. When are we doing the Dracula show? As soon as I convince you. So. <laughs> That's the one thing. I mean, they no, got I don't a little bit. This last BBC version got a little bit more of it, and then fucked up the. the anyway. Oh yeah, the third act. 
the baby thing was cool. And they did get a little bit of that from the book. I mean, he does, there's a bag full of babies that he slings in the book. I mean, it's right. It's a little jacked up that came. I mean, not all of that. <laughs> Actually, it's a pretty cool scene, but that's my, that's my put. The only little pushback I have is that they've really never done the book. They basically, most of those, I think, are all based on the play that was done in Europe. James, am I right? Yeah. Stage play, almost all Which of that. No, I basically, they, it's not really the book. It's, it's always the stage play. But yeah. anyway, even though, I don't know, has anybody went back and watched Francis's? I have. Is it, yeah. still, is it good? I, I enjoy it. I, do. I enjoy it. I mean, it's I pretty. Think, yeah. I don't know that it has any substance. It's still the, it's still just the miscasting of the rest of the cast, right? Right. Okay. Cool. Um, the only the only other honorable mention I'll bring up real quick is I, I I could give a rat's ass if I see another Pinocchio. Fuck Pinocchio. I agree. Yeah. yeah. You liked that one. Yeah. Splinters. Lie, bitch. Splinters. I was giving James I was giving James shit about picking all Disney, and I realized every one of my picks has a Disney. <laughs> That's see what I'm saying. Yeah, Pixar is doing Dracula next year. No, uh, so um, um, Peter Pan, Robin Hood, the Apocalypse, Wally, <laughs> and Dracula is the only one they haven't touched. Yep, because Hotel Transylvania got him, beat him to it. Yeah, that's Adam Sandler. Fan, yeah, Adam Sandler, Dracula get you every time. Yeah. All right, James. What's James, your- I've got a couple. Uh, one that I want to bring up that actually I was sitting there, I was like, it's done. There's no need to retell it. It's based on a play. Uh, and it's now been remade over 10 times. Brewster's Millions. The story's done. <laughs> Oddly <laughs> enough, I did not know that was a remake till a couple of years ago. I'm a dumbass. Have you ever actually seen the one that was done in the 40s? Uh, I've, I've seen... Um, I, I didn't see it till last year, so I'm... I, I on it not being a dick, but I'd be really shocked if you guys had saw the one. In the, the- um, that's the one that uh, he has to spend $1 million in 60 days to yeah. inherit $7 million. Yeah. $7 million, yes. Um, well, here's the funny thing about that. Uh, so the original version was a stage play. Yeah. Uh, and that stage play was by George Barr McCutcheson in 1903. First version came out directed by Cecil B. DeMille in 1914. Actually, it's Cecil B. DeMille and Oscar Apfel. Yeah. It's considered a lost film now. They can't find it. That's what lost me. <laughs> but yeah. 1921, Roscoe Arbuckle played Brewster in another version of Brewster Millions, screenplay by Walter Woods, has spent $1 million to inherit $4 million, also considered a lost film. Yeah. They found clips of it, but can't find it all. 1926, five years later, like that made money. We got to do something different with it. Well, boys, boys, hear me out. Okay, so we have Brewster, but what if there was a female Brewster? Brilliant. Mrs. Brewster's billion, millions. Um, BB Daniels played Brewster in that. You are dragging this out for I just spent $1 million. Picture. The version most people know, probably the one you knew, I would assume, would be the Richard Pryor version, Bruce's uh, Millions, directed by Walter Hill, starring Richard Pryor. Which is not the the director you pick for that movie. 
Yeah, I was kind of honestly. That's the first I realized I didn't know Walter Hill directed Walter that. Hill I'm kind of shocked. Wow. That being said, after Mrs. Brewster's Millions, we had a 1935 remake, a 1945 remake, a 1954 remake, a 1961 remake, two 1985 versions. One was filmed in India. Um, that's not the Richard Pryor one. Uh, and then since then, there's actually been three different versions overseas with the most recent one being a Chinese version called Hello, Mr. Billionaire. Um, it's done. That story's pretty simple. It's an entertaining story. You can play it comedic. You have a little bit of pathos, little, but the story's done. We don't need another one. Another one that um, I thought about, and I, I was watching uh, some John Wayne films recently, as I'm known to do on occasion. Um, the Three Godfathers, I didn't realize that was a remake, and it's been remade five times before the John Wayne version. I didn't know that was a remake either. Um, so that was one that I had on my list. Um, Great Expectations is another one. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Pip, uh, Pip, unless it's on South Park, nobody cares, Pip. Nobody cares. The expectations are pretty low at this point. And my final one, and, and again, Chad. These are, Disney uh, you have Disney. 42 honorable mentions. Now, well, this one goes with every other one we've talked about. But Chad, this one's not only been a Disney movie once, but twice. Maybe even more. Three it's times a lady. Yeah. Three Musketeers. Uh, yeah, I can't believe we hadn't did the Three the Musketeers. Three, I mean, it's a great story. Uh, but you know what I'd find more interesting? Somebody do a autobiographical film about Alexander Dumas and how he wrote the Three Musketeers and other stories that he wrote because the, 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 the Three Musketeers story is done. You did one with David Hasselhoff, more power to you. That's great. You did a Disney version with Oliver Platt. Hey, great. If you mentioned David Hasselhoff, you better put Cheech Marin in there as well. Okay. Uh, you, I, you know, you know you, what? Well, that's done so many different I versions. I should have done that with Swiss Family Robinson. You're absolutely right, James. That didn't even occur to me. To there's, a, three Musketeers in there. there's a Tom and Jerry version of the Three Musketeers. Yes. That's probably uh, Musketeers. the first one. You said Musketeers. I mean, and so there's just so many different versions. So, I mean, all of these that we've talked about are some of the most remade movies of all time. And I'm not anti-remake. Sometimes they turn out good. Sometimes they add to the story. Sometimes they bring in things, as Joe alluded to, that the previous versions missed from the source material. That being said, when you have 46 remakes or 46 versions, there ain't that much left in the well, folks. No. And, and just updating special effects isn't doing it for me anymore. Yep. All right, guys. Well, that's the end of Bonehead. Thank you so much. This should be up tomorrow. I mean, that's the end of this episode, right? Sure. <laughs> I just, I just want to make sure we didn't have to. This wasn't a suicide pack type thing, because I mean, no, I don't think the two of you could go through with it. Come to think about, no, no. I don't think I could go through with it. No, no, Joe. I'm totally going to. Where's my rubber hammer? <laughs> Me and my rubber bullets. All right, well, because I'd probably shoot myself with a rubber bullet and end up. Mr. Wanky, kill him all. <laughs> He's talking to that thing on his dick again. All right, thank you all so much. This has been Bonehead. Tune in. Hey, and if you're out there listening and you have friends, please share the shit out of us right now. Everybody needs a laugh. Well, other people you probably don't like don't need a laugh. So share the show with those folks, because. They won't laugh. Or let's, good at pimping us out, am I? No, no. Well, let me do it a different way. Hold on. Let me be. Let me get my my do serious this quick. face on.
Uh, listen, folks, um, maybe you know people in your life that are feeling down. They don't feel good about themselves. They, they're not sure where they want to go in life. And you want them what to go you ahead. can do for those people is share this show. And let me explain that. Um, they will look at us and their response will be, holy crap, at least I'm not those guys. You're going to cheer people up. Share our show. That's true. Because I am I'm not what you call a, pre- a pleasant looking man. I wasn't born with normal brain function. This has been bone, bone, Bonehead. Bone. This has been Bonehead. Thanks so much. Bonehead. Grrrr. <sighs>